Very interesting. Krishna is about Krishna is mentioned in verse two, and he wears a saffron cloth. So, very encouraging information. That Krishna wears saffron. Uh, let's go to verse twenty-two. We'll try to cover all the verses today, complete the chapter, and then have a bit of a discussion. Tomorrow, I'll review the chapter and. Uh, Who was supposed to review the chapter? Was it you, Sachipriya Prabhu? No, no, Prabhu ji, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Does anyone remember? I asked someone to review. Hari Krishna Prabhu ji. I think Vikas Prabhu. I think Vikas Prabhu. <laughs> Look at him, palm of the project. Is it? Is that Vikas Prabhu? Does anyone remember who was supposed to review? Yes, Prabhu. Vikas Prabhu, Prabhu ji. Okay. So then, Vikas Prabhu, when he joins in, he might have to be reminded that day after. And someone can help him. We discussed, right? Someone should help him. Prabhu, you have discussed fourteenth uh, verse only. No, we read. No, Prabhu ji, did class happen yesterday? No, 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 didn't happen. You were explaining verse fourteen, Prabhuji. I was explaining, but I think we read till twenty twenty one. That's what I asked. Yes, Prabhuji, we read till twenty one. That's what that's what I'm saying. So we'll what I said today was we'll complete till the end, and we'll discuss some of the other verses, and then we'll try to conclude it by tomorrow, and then we can have the review day after. Uh, I'm still waiting for all of you to start your videos. I know I need to know whether I'm talking to robots or like they put in uh, email IDs when you register yourself. I'm not a robot. Check this box.
to call out <laughs> for reading the purport yes first name is hari hari krishna chaitanya bro hari krishna purport by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai it is here clearly stated that the supreme destination from which there is no return is the abode of krishna the supreme person the brahma samhita describes this supreme abode as anand chinmaya rasa a place where everything is full of spiritual bliss all the variegatedness manifest there is of the quality of spiritual bliss nothing there is material that variegatedness is expanded as the spiritual expansion of the supreme godhead himself for the manifestation there is totally of the spiritual energy as explained in chapter 7 as far as this material world is concerned although the lord is always in his supreme abode he is nonetheless all pervading by his material energy so by his spiritual and material energies he is present everywhere both in the material and in the spiritual universes yes yantah sthani means that everything is sustained within him within either his spiritual or material energy the lord is all pervading by these two energies hari krishna prabhu ji next is nalini mata ji can you read yes. to enter krishna supreme abode or the innumerable vaikunda planets is possible only by bhakti devotional service as clearly indicated here by the word bhaktiya no other process can help one attain that supreme abode the vedas gopala tapani upanishad 1.21 also describe the supreme abode and the supreme personality of godhead eko vashi sarvagaha krishnah in that abode there is only one supreme personality of godhead whose name is whose name is krishna he is the supreme merciful deity and although situated there as one he has expanded himself into millions and millions of planetary expansions the vedas compare the lord to a tree standing still yet bearing many varieties of fruits flowers and changing leaves the planetary expansions of the lord who preside over the vaikunda planets are four armed and they are known by a variety of names purushottama trivikrama keshava madhava aniruddha rishikesha sankarsana pradyumna sridhara vasudeva damodara janardana narayana vamana patmanabha etc yes prabhu ji the next name is nidivana radhika mata ji uh, yes prabhu ji hari krishna brahma samhita 5.37 also confirms that although the lord is lord is always in the supreme abode 
Goloka Vrindavan. He is all pervading so that everything is going on nicely. Goloka Eva Nivasati Akhilatma Bhuta. As stated in Vedas, Shvetashvatara Upanishad, Parase Shaktir Vividhaiva Shruyate. Swadhi Swabhaviki. Gyan, Bal, Kriya, Cha. His energies are so expansive that they systematically conduct everything in the cosmic manifestation without a flaw. Although the Supreme Lord is far, far. Thank you, Mataji. Uh, next name is Radhi, uh, Radhanuga Mataji, please. When I reach that uh, next verse 23. Okay, after the verse. Yatra ka letvana vrittim avrittim chayva yoginaha. I shall now explain to you the different times at which, passing away from this world, the yogi does not, does or does not come back. Yes, the unalloyed devotees of the Supreme Lord, who are totally surrendered souls, do not care when they leave their bodies or by what method. They leave everything in Krishna's hands and so easily and happily return to Godhead. But those who are not, not unalloyed devotees and who depend instead on such methods of spiritual realizations as Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga and Hatha Yoga, must leave the body at a suitable time in order to be sure of whether or not they will return to the world of birth and death. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Next. Uh, Ramani Vishaka Mataji, please. Uh, Hare Krishna. If the yogi is perfect, he can select the time and situation for living this material world. But he, if he is not so expert, his success depends on his accidentally passing away at a certain suitable time. The suitable time at which one passes away and does not come back are explained by the Lord in the next verse. According to Acharya Baladeva Vidya Bhushan, the Sanskrit word Kala used herein refers to the preceding deity of time. Hare Krishna. Agnir Jyoti Rahashuklah Shanmasa Uttarayanam Tatra Prayatagachanti Brahma Brahmo Vidojana. Those who know the Supreme Brahman attain that Supreme by passing away from the world during the influence of the fiery God in the light at an auspicious moment of the day, during the fortnight of the waxing moon, or during the six months when the sun travels the north. Hare Krishna. Nah. When fire, light, day, and the fortnight of the moon are mentioned, it is to be understood that over all of them, there are various presiding deities who make arrangements for the passage of the soul. At the time of death, the mind carries one on the path to a new life. If one leaves the body at the time designated above, either accidentally or by arrangement, it is possible for him to attain the impersonal Brahma Jyoti. Mystics who are advanced in yoga practice can arrange the time and place to leave the body. Others have no control. If by accident they leave at an auspicious moment, 
then they will not return to the cycle of birth and death. But otherwise, there is every possibility that they will have to return. However, for the pure devotee in Krishna consciousness, there is no fear of returning whether he leaves the body at an auspicious or inauspicious moment by accident or arrangement. Just take up the verse. Yeah. True. <clears throat> no, no. Go down to the verse that I have to read now. Dhumo Ratris Tatha Krishna Shanma Sadakshinayanam Tatra Chandramasam Jyotir Yogi Prapyani Vartate. The mystic who passes away from this world during the smoke, the night, the fortnight of the waning moon. Or the six months when the sun passes to the south, reaches this moon planet, but again comes back. Hare Krishna. Krishna Mataji. Hare Krishna Prabhupada. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. In the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Kapila Muni mentions that those who are expert in fruitive activities and sacrificial methods on earth attain the moon at death. These elevated souls live on the moon for about 10,000 years by demigod calculations and enjoy life by drinking Soma Rasa. They eventually return to earth. This means that on the moon, there are higher classes of living beings, though they may not be perceived by the gross senses. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Verse 26. Shukla Krishna Gati Hyete Jagatashashwate Mate According to Vedic opinion, there are two ways of passing from this world, one in light and one in darkness. When one passes in light, he does not come back, but when one passes in darkness, he returns. Vedika Mataji. Hare Krishna, purported by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. The same description of departure and return is quoted by Acharya Baldev Vidyabhushan from the Chandogya Upanishad. Those who are uh, fruitive laborers and philosophical speculators from the time immemorial are constantly going and coming. Actually, they do not attain ultimate salvation for they do not surrender to Krishna. Yeah. Text 27. Naite Shriti Partha Janan Yogi Mukhyadikashana Tasma Sarveshukaleshu Yoga Yukto Bhavarjuna. Although the devotees know these two paths, so Arjuna, they are never bewildered. Therefore, be always fixed in devotion. Robert. Hare Krishna. Raya Sapna Madhi. Yes, Guruji. Hare Krishna. Krishna is here advising Arjuna that he should not be disturbed by the different paths the soul can take when leaving the material world. A devotee of the Supreme Lord should not worry whether he will depart either by arrangement or by accident. The devotee should be firmly established in Krishna consciousness and chant Hare Krishna. He should know that concern over either of these two paths is troublesome. The best way to be observed in Krishna consciousness is to be always dovetailed in his service, and this will make one path to the spiritual kingdom safe, certain and direct. The word yoga yukta is especially significant in this verse. One who is firm in yoga is constantly engaged in Krishna consciousness in all his activities. Sri Rupa Goswami advises that one should be unattached in the material world and that all affairs should be safe in Krishna consciousness. 
In this way, one attains perfection. Therefore, the devotee is not disturbed by these restrictions because he knows that his passage to the supreme abode is guaranteed by devotional service. You missed the Sanskrit? Or I didn't hear. So, which actually I have, I didn't have that. Oh, it must be different. I was thinking so. Because you very naturally read Sri Lord Goswami advises one should be unattached. <laughs> so, I think it has uh, it got added afterwards in the next edition or something. Okay, text 22. ಸಾಕ್ರಿಫೈಸ್ Simply by performing devotional service, he attains all these and at the end, he reaches the supreme eternal abode. Yes, Sita Savika Madhi. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. This verse is the summation of the 7th and 8th chapter, which particularly deal with Krishna consciousness and devotional service. One has to study the Vedas under the guidance of the spiritual master and undergo many austerities and penances while living under his care. A brahmachari has to live in the home of the spiritual master just like a servant and he must beg alms from door to door and bring them to the spiritual master. He takes food only under the master's order and if the master neglects to call the student for food that day the students student fast these are some of the vedic principles for observing brahmacharya hari krishna uh, mataji next is uh, vikas prabhu hari krishna prabhu ji after the student studies the vedas under the master for some time at least from age 5 to 20 he becomes a man of perfect character study of the vedas is not meant for the recreation of armchair speculators but for the formation of character after this training the brahmachari is allowed to enter the household life and marry when he is a householder he has to perform many sacrifices so that he may achieve further enlightenment he must also give charity according to the country time and candidate discriminating among charity in goodness in passion and in ignorance as described in bhagavad gita then after retiring from household life upon accepting the order of vanaprastha he undergoes severe penances living in forests dressing with tree bark not shaving by carrying out the orders of brahmacharya household life vanaprastha and finally sanyasa one becomes elevated to the perfectional stage of life some are elevated to the heavenly kingdoms and when they become even more advanced they are liberated in the spiritual sky either in impersonal brahma jyotir or in the vaikuntha planets or krishna loka this is the path outlined by vedic literatures hari krishna very interesting it just says about those who are in vanaprastha those who are after retiring from household life upon accepting the vanaprastha living in forest dressing with tree bark not shaving etc this i just realized that i just shaved up today and 
living in forests and i am living in a princely mansion which is a temple krishna's uh, temple wonderful temple velbek prabhupad and so dressing with tree bark i am wearing a princely jacket which was uh, which is a mahamahaprasadam of bhakti madhuragan maharaj so but still in kaliyuga we have concrete jungles together in vanaprastha not the real jungles fact is when we say vanaprastha any ashram should eventually have krishna at the center it is the thought just came to my mind when he says not shaving and i just it just struck me today that uh time place and circumstances it is mentioned here so everything has, has to be as per time place and circumstances and that is why it's mentioned in the next line that the beauty of krishna consciousness however is that by one stroke by engaging in devotion and service one can surpass all the rituals of the different orders of life there are how many paragraphs no one or two yeah. i think uh, yeah i uh, the next paragraph uh, rani satyabhama mata you read and then the last paragraph sachipri prabhu can read sure sure the word idham viditva indicates that one should understand the instructions given by shri krishna in this chapter and the seventh chapter of bhagavad gita one should try to understand these chapters not by scholarship or mental speculation but by hearing them in association with devotees chapters 7 through 12 are the essence of bhagavad gita the first six and the last six chapters are like coverings for the middle six chapters which are especially protected by the lord if one is fortunate enough to understand bhagavad gita especially these middle six chapters in the association of devotees then his life at once becomes glorified beyond all penances sacrifices charities speculations etc for one can achieve all the results of these activities simply by krishna consciousness jai continue because yeah. of the mercy, because of the mercy of all of you i can uh, i am able to read these six chapters because i would be because of your mercy we are able to hear it prabhu ji uh-huh. <laughs> you are the one who is reading i am hearing <laughs> continuing prabhu ji go ahead that is that that too is because of your mercy Absolutely. thank you prabhu so purport by shila prabhupada continuing from mataji one who has a little faith in bhagavad gita should learn bhagavad gita from a devotee because in the beginning of the fourth chapter it is stated clearly that bhagavad gita can be understood only by devotees no one else can perfectly understand the purpose of bhagavad gita one should therefore learn bhagavad gita from a devotee of krishna not from mental speculators this is a sign of faith when one uh, searches for devotee and fortunately gets a devotee's association one actually begins to study and understand bhagavad gita by advancement in the association of devotee one can uh, one is placed in devotional service and this service dispels all, all one's misgivings about krishna or god and krishna's activities from form pastime name and other fe- other features after this misgivings have been perfectly cleared away one becomes fixed in one study then one relishes the study of bhagavad gita and attains the state of feeling always krishna conscious in the advanced stage one falls completely in love with krishna the highest perfection stage of life enables the devotees to transfer uh, to be transferred to krishna's abode in the spiritual sky goloka vrindavan 
where the devotee becomes eternally happy. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thus send the Bhaktivedanta purports to the 8th chapter yes. of the Srimad Bhagavad Gita in the matter of attaining the Supreme. Srila Prabhupada Bhakti. So, uh, I'll just go to the last paragraph of the last verse. Yeah. Interestingly, Prabhupada is uh, mentioned here, summarized in many ways, chapters six, 7 and 8 also. Chapter 6 concludes with the fact that the topmost yogi is the bhakta, bhakti yogi. Yogi naam api sarvesham madgati In chapter 7 and 8, he takes it further into bhakti yoga and establishes the supremacy of the spiritual path over uh, the materialist path. And very interestingly in this paragraph, like they say, bhakti shu bhakta sangyana parijaya. The devotion comes from devotees. Popat mentions essentially the fact that bhakti yoga is present in the middle six chapters of the Bhagavad Gita. And the Bhagavad Gita, therefore, should be best understood in the association of devotees. Because it uh, is essentially about Bhagavan. And uh, Popat mentions, I think, in Sadavan uh, Bajata uh, Yoma. I think it's, he mentions that in that purport right at the beginning. That Bhakti requires three elements. There is Bhakta, Bhagavan, and Bhakti, all three. Devotee, the object of devotion, and the devotion per se. So, therefore, it's mentioned that one should therefore learn Bhagavad Gita from a devotee of Krishna, not from mental speculators. This is a sign of faith. Uh, so here it's mentioned when one searches for a devotee and fortunately gets a devotee's association, one actually begins to study and understand Bhagavad Gita. So that's the thing to understand. Many people may claim that they know 700 verses of Gita by heart, but how many of them can actually leave the teachings of Gita? Therefore, we'll be able to understand the Bhagavad Gita only by the association of advanced devotees. Um, like all of you, you're all associating with each other. We don't know who is advanced among all of us. We don't know. But because we're all following an advanced devotee, which is Srila Prabhupada and his teachings, we have scope of uh, giving each other association. And Prabhupada here mentions about the whole path of devotional growth where there is Shraddha. This is a sign of faith, it says. Uh, Shraddha, first part is to try to understand spiritual service, uh, spiritual life. When one searches for a devotee, unfortunately, gets a devotee, devotee's association and actually begins to study and understand Bhagavad Gita. So it's, that's like Shraddha. And uh, the Shraddha as well as Sadhu Sangha. Then it's bhajana kriya when it's placed in devotional service. This service dispels all one's misgivings about Krishna. There is anartha nivritti. And uh, then there is nishta. After these misgivings have been cleared away, one becomes fixed. Then one relishes the study of Bhagavad Gita. There is ruchi. And then attains a state of feeling always Krishna conscious, which is asakti. And such an advanced stage, one full falls completely in love with Krishna, that is Bhava. The highest perfection stage of life enables the devotees to be transferred to Krishna's abode in the spiritual sky, where the devotee becomes eternally happy, that is Prema. 
uh, and still before in the previous paragraph it clearly says that uh, if one is fortunate enough to understand the gita especially the middle six chapters in sadhu sangha then his life at once becomes glorified beyond all penances sacrifices charity speculations etc for one can achieve all the results of these activities simply by krishna consciousness krishna bhakti kale sarva karma krita hai which is uh, also the same as krishna arta dakila cheshtita doing everything for the pleasure of krishna so now let's uh, go back to verse 14 we'll have brief explanation today in sequence and then we'll complete it uh, tomorrow because prabhu while you were away we were debating who was whose role it was you were supposed to present the summary na chapter summary yes prabhu ji so can you do that day after uh, yes prabhu ji i'll try i'll do it okay try it doesn't have to be too many slides um if you don't want to present with a slide that is also fine you can present in a word document whatever is easy for you to compile you can take the help of somebody in the group in case you want you know something to be prepared uh, okay prabhu you can decide who you want i mean there are all the devotees are there you can get in touch on the whatsapp group through the number not on the whatsapp group you can take the number from the whatsapp group and get in touch okay prabhu so uh, from text 14 we understand that uh, 14 to 16 fundamentally is about remembering krishna by the path of pure bhakti please remember the chapter is entitled attaining the supreme how to attain the supreme uh, and then we be- began the chapter with arjuna asking all those questions and prayana kale chatada is that's how he starts so so that's really the main subject for the rest of the chapter from verse 5 to 8 is remembering krishna at the time of death uh from verse 9 to 13 is remembering krishna by yoga mishra bhakti which we discussed 14 to 16 is remembering krishna by pure bhakti shuddha bhakti so verse 14 is ananna cheta satatam yomam smarade nitya shaha tasyaham sulabha parta nitya uktasyodana so krishna is easy to attain when you say remembering krishna krishna vedeshu durlabha madurlabha matma bhakto it is not easy to attain only by his pure devotees can krishna be attained so therefore these three verses talk about uh, how attaining krishna is very easy by kevala bhakti Shri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Bhakati Sadma. So that uh, when it says without deviation of mind, Ananya Cheta Asatatam. So this Ananya Cheta for the practicing devotee comes in the form of following the instructions of the spiritual master, which means without deviation of the mind. That's all we need to do. That is the Vyavasayatmika Puti that Prabhupada talked about in verse two point four one. But he said that uh, his inspiration to start the Iskand movement, based on the instructions of the spiritual master, came by Sri Lavishana Chakravarti's purport to that particular verse. So, this without deviation of the mind, ananya chetaha. That means fundamentally following the instructions of the spiritual master. Now, suppose we have to take bhakti versus the other paths of spirituality. So, whether it's karma yoga, jnana yoga, hatha yoga, etc. 
there is some element of bhakti added but there is still some bit of self interest we like we discussed the other day um so therefore but a pure bhakti yogi is selfless anya abhilashita shunya and he desires nothing but krishna's service anukulena krishna anushilana that which is favorable to krishna so therefore krishna bhakta nishkam ataiva shanta is nishkama therefore he can attain krishna very easily tasya aham aham krishna says that is very very important krishna saying i am easily attained so we we should not have any con- conclude con- uh, confusion about the conclusion what is the conclusion that krishna is the goal um so yeah oh by the way just a quick break um what's the temperature today sachipri pro it's around 3 degrees or something when i came in the morning it was some 8 or 9 7 or 8 degrees what time i landed somewhere around 10 o'clock okay that time it started getting warmer i was told maybe i was told 3 degrees in the morning yesterday oh quite possible quite quite possible yeah because i i can see now it was a little cold today and so i'm in my jacket how much is it harira there in your place 26 bro ji <laughs> lucky boy <laughs> i think it's 3 degrees it looks like and i'm if it goes to 0 degree then i'm wondering how i'll get up in the morning to date the uh, to wake up the deities <laughs> i think it will be freezing right temperature water will freeze i guess normally normally i just at 0 degree it will be for just a couple of minutes so it won't be that bad okay but okay. Um, yeah but for you to walk because you have to walk for through open for some time so no, i'll tell by krishna's arrangement my room uh, my ashram is right next to the stairs yeah you correct just quickly climb up the stairs in yes, fact yes. that's the fastest i ever run in the morning <laughs> 345 run up people think i am very committed to waking up the deities but it's more about the cold is run up straight into the altar okay there was there was a little bit of a break and uh, so because a devotee is nishkama therefore he can easily attain krishna and uh, the, then it comes to the path for uh, um it's about uh, prayana kala as we discussed the rest of the chapter so this is about how there is no rebirth for pure devotees mamupetya punarjanma dukhalayam ashashvatam napnuvanti mahatmana samsiddhim paramam gataha uh who's the who are those persons such great souls never return to this world which great souls yogis and devotion actually yeah but important part is ananya cheta satatam those are ananya cheta satatam yes you are right is yogis in devotion service who have uh, but it's it's pure bhakti it's not yoga mishra so bhakti yogi <clears throat> so in this verse of course is mentioned that there is no rebirth for somebody who has entered the eternal spiritual world there is no rebirth now what happens to the temporary material world 
where there is birth and death. That is described in the next verse, which is Abrahma Bhuvana Loka Punaravartina Arjuna Mamu Petyam Tukamteya Punajvanna Vidyate. So all planets up to Brahma Loka. So like our Reshma Mataji presented in our Vedic cosmology presentation from Sukh Kento. Uh, that you have all these lokas above Bhuloka also, Bhumandala, within that you have Bhuloka, Bhuvarloka, Suvarloka, Maharloka, Janaloka, Tapaloka, you have Brahmaloka or Satyaloka as it is called. So, right up to that planet, which is the topmost in the material universe, Punara Avartinaha. So there will be repeated birth and death, even if they are pious, that's the important part. So you may be very pious, I'm not sorry, you, I'm saying in general, somebody is very pious, may end up going to very, very high planets. But then again, what does it say? Punaravartuna Arjuna. They will have to come back again. There will be repeated birth and death, which is called samsara. Uh, the word mentioned is Purar Avartinaha. One of the aphorisms in the Vedanta Sutra is Anavritti Shabdat. So we should take shelter of, uh, to escape this Punar Avartinaha, we should take shelter of that Shabda, that sound vibration which is Anavarti, which is, uh, which will prevent the rebirth or repetition of birth and death. That is the chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, the teachings of the Supreme Lord in the form of the Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, his pastimes, Chaitanya Charitamrath, his uh, uh, culmination of his uh, devotion. All this is uh, the way, using Anavarti Shabda, we can prevent repeated birth and death. Now, the rebirth of everyone who is under karma, which is karma and the, the reactions to karma, action, reaction, all this. This is stated in the first two lines of verse 16. So whoever is pious to karma, etc., other fruitive sakama karma. So uh, that's what is being mentioned. They will all have to take birth. Pious they may be even to the point of reaching Brahma Loka, but they will have to take again. Then and this will be elaborated further uh, in verses 17 to 19 which is basically the material world versus the spiritual world. And uh, the last two verses say Mahamu that is about the Lord's own abode. That will be elaborated in verses 20 to 22. So 17 to 19 is about uh, the uh, Material world, so to say, and what happens there, and the twenty to twenty-two is about the spiritual world. Let's go to verse seventeen. In verse seventeen, uh, so the concept of Vedic time is amazing. So Brahma's one day is called a kalpa. Now, one day of Brahma consists of thousand cycles of Chatur Yugas. Go down. 
Satya Yuga is, of course, the best region uh, uh, age. It's also called Krita Yuga. And there's practically no ignorance and vice. They say that there is only one Varnashrama Dharma, that is Hamsa. Uh, that everybody worships only Krishna. There is no Vishnu. There is no demigod worship, nothing. Uh, so this Yuga, Satya Yuga, lasts 17,28,000 years or 1,728,000 years. Then Treta Yuga wise is introduced, you know, the age of Ramana, Kumbhakarna, etc. So this Yuga lasts some 12,96,000 years. It's almost like uh, 13 lakh years. Then in Dwapar Yuga, there is even further decline. Glanir Bhavati Bharata, Yada Yadahi Dharmasya Glanir. So this uh, Yuga lasts for 8,64,000 when Krishna personally comes, in our uh, Yuga at least. In our age, that is. And finally, in Kali Yuga, where we have been experiencing for the last 5,000 years, Prabhupada says, Kalau Doshanide Rajan, and also Manda Sumanda Mataya Vandabhagya Kupatrata, Prayana Alpaisha Sadhya Kalavasmin Yugetana. People in general are short lived. So, and things become so bad that Krishna has advent himself as Kalki. And then Satya Yuga starts again. So you have four Yugas, which is uh, one uh, cycle of these four Yugas in Chatur Yuga. Then this, it's mentioned here that multiplied by a thousand times makes one day in Brahma. And equally same number is one night of Brahma. And you multiply it by 365 days, that is one year of Brahma. And then multiply it by 100, it is the lifetime of Brahma. So that calculates is 311 trillion 40 billion earth years. So it may seem very, very scary. But uh, if you look at eternity, the concept of eternity or the cosmic time, just one snap. It's as brief as a lightning flash. So in the Karana Sagara, there are innumerable Brahmas rising and dis uh, disappearing like bubbles in the Atlantic. Because Every time Mahavishnu uh, inhales, all the universes are annihilated and when he exhales, Innumerable universes appear from the pores of his body. Roma Kupa hairs, the pores of the hairs in his body. So this is uh, the actual concept of Vedic time. But the fact is, after this hundred years of Brahma's age, even Brahma's planet along with Brahma and other residents get destroyed. It's mentioned that in our... That our Brahma is a pure devotee and so therefore it is expected that many people with him from Satyoga will go back to Godhead along with him. Uh, and in verses 18 to 19 Avyaktad Vyaktaya Sarva Prabhavanti Aharagame So when Brahma's days begin then the Jiva 
he becomes the, the jivas become manifest avyakta and the night falls they become unmanifest avyakta again avyakta and vyakta so this way jivas appear and disappear again and again bhutva bhutva praliyate is what is mentioned in verse 19 just as uh, brahma's days arrive and go like brahma just took a moments gap after stealing the cowherd boys of vrindavan krishna's friends and after hiding them for a minute or so, moment or a minute he came back and he could it was already one year in earthly calculation it was already passed it may seem very fantastic but it is not really rocket science you see if ants you see ants crawling along or you see uh, those night flies they many of these insects uh, they live for just a day or two when you when there when it rains you see all those drones coming in into your houses you must have seen they hardly they live for a day they create uh, offspring and then they die that's it in one or two days they're finished but for them it's a full lifetime and for us it seems like a small flash quite similarly what is one year for us or 100 years for us birthly calculation is like a small flash for uh, brahma and those who reside in brahma loka that's a concept of vedic time and it's mentioned that uh, superior to the unmanifest state of brahma's night in the material world there is another unmanifest nature which is the eternal spiritual world what is that let's go to the next verse ah parastasmastu bhavo anyo vyakto vyaktat sanatanah yet there is an another unmanifest nature bhavo anyo another unmanifest nature is avyakto sanatana it is eternal and transcendental ट्रांसेंडलचरस which is what is mentioned as krishna superior spiritual energy antaranga shakti is transcendental and eternal it is beyond all the changes of material nature as in when you know in brahma's days and nights manifestation and annihilation happens and then propad mentions giving a brief indication that krishna's superior energy is completely opposite in quality to material nature it is temporary uh, in one sense but because of the cyclical nature of the uh, creation sustenance and annihilation of the material world which happens repeatedly this cycle is eternal and therefore material nature is eternal as we discussed earlier long back 
in the five subject matters of Gita, Prakriti. Prakriti is also eternal because of the fact that it is repeatedly created and annihilated. And Maya Adhyakshana Prakriti, Devi Keshagunamai, Mama Maya Dorataya is Krishna's own energy. Text 21. Avyakto Akshara Ityukta. This here is uh, unmanifest and infallible. Tamahu Paramam Gatim. Many of the, the Swami Narayan followers, they sometimes quote the shloka also. They say their Akshara Dhamma is that where is even beyond Goloka, they claim. But Krishna is himself saying that is my abode. So I don't understand why idiotic impersonalists have this confusion that God is light or void or whatever. Krishna is a clear person. He's saying Tadhama Parama Mama. So here it's mentioned that how Krishna's uh, Abode is Chintamani Dham, Chintamani Prakara Sadmashu Kalpa Vriksha, it's Goloka Vrindam, uh, Chintamani, that is touchstone, Kalpa Vriksha, desire trees. They, whatever you want, uh, they will provide. And interestingly, when you go to the spiritual world, you don't want anything. All you may want is to please Krishna. How do you please Krishna? So it's a strange thing. The more you want, uh, uh, the more you will not get in one sense. And when you don't have any desires, then Krishna gives everything. It's just, uh, strange is our Lord in that sense. It's really up to him. Uh, like in the case of uh, Sudama. I think somebody had posted those verses, no? Who had posted? I don't know, somebody had posted. I'd asked someone to post the verses of uh, Sudama, the Brahmana, when he was originally asked... Uh, and he originally didn't ask anything to Krishna. And after leaving Dwaraka, I was wondering. And then when he reached home, he got it also. So both those two statements, I don't know if it was posted or not. If not, can uh, Ramani Vishakamavaji, can you post it? Not there, huh? Hare Krishna Prabhuji, can you repeat Prabhu? Like I didn't hear properly. I know, you have a lot of distractions nearby. So, uh, yeah, sun is. Yeah, I know, I could hear it. I want you to post those two verses that Sudama Brahmana uh, states. First, when he leaves Dwarka, where he thinks that, you know, why I didn't ask, he didn't ask anything to the Lord. And he's wondering how the Lord is possible, whatever. And you know, he did not give anything because I probably, um, you know, I, I, I would not have used it properly or I would not deserve it, something like that. Pray. And later on, when he gets everything, then also he has a prayer. So those two you find out and uh, post along with the translation and purport. Okay, Prabhu. Yeah. Done. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, there are Surabhi cows and there are Lakshmi Sahasrashata, hundreds of thousands of Lakshmis. And therefore it's called Govinda Adi Purusham, Govinda Madhi Purusham. Govinda is uh, one who gives pleasure to the senses and who gives pleasure to the cows. So 
But the Kathopanishad states that Purushanna Param Kinjit Sa Kashta Paramagatihi. So, so nothing superior to that. And once somebody reaches there, he doesn't have to come back. And Prabhupada beautifully says how on this earth, Vrindavan, which is 90 miles southeast of Delhi, is a replica of that supreme Golok Vrindavan in, in the spiritual sky. So, Krishna spotted there in the district of Madura. So, Sachipriya Prabhu, Kartika has come and gone. <laughs> Marga Shirja has also gone. Yes. Whenever yes. life permits, you can find out we should have that pending trip to Vrindavan. People, yes, people from this group, uh, we may probably announce it when things get a little better in terms of the climate also. Yes, yes. Now the climate is a big problem. Yes. Yeah. Vrindavan is cooler than this. So those who are in Delhi NCR region are most welcome to plan. Those who are not in Delhi NCR region, you'll be given sufficient time to plan if you want to come. So uh, we can have a, maybe, maybe a short trip, some sadhana and a little bit of visit to one or two Goswami temples. But essentially it will be like a retreat sort of thing. So we'll plan it better. I want some volunteer, one or two volunteers who can plan the trip and execute it. I don't want to get into management. I can speak with people to facilitate things for you guys, but somebody who should fill in. And they can contact, uh, please coordinate with uh, Sachipriya Prabhu, uh, those who are interested in volunteering for the management part of it. And we'll work out. Is that fine, Sachipriya They can coordinate with you. Sure, sure. As long as you don't know how to do it, sure, sure. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and that's the point. Krishna's abode is attainable by Ananya Bhakti. Purushasa Parapartha Bhaktiya Labhya Tvana Ananyaya. Same Ananyaya. Ananya Cheta Satata. Yasya Antastani Bhutani Yena Sarvamidam Tata. So, this is a continuation of verse 21, which comes to the next verse. Where it says that uh, similar thing. Yasyanta sthani bhutani yena sarvam idam tatam. He's talking about in a strange way himself. Purusha saparapartha is beyond everything. So these sort of things we should understand from uh, through acharyas, otherwise we'll get bewildered. Somebody may say, Krishna is talking about Purusha, he's talking about somebody else. So it will be very clear. We have to understand it. It's, it is Krishna is talking about himself. And uh, it's like, you know, the temple president of Iskon would at, at Iskon Delhi would say that I wanted to send a message to the temple uh, mark to the temple president. It doesn't mean that he's asking you to mark a mail to somebody else. Or or the, or your spiritual master tells you that at the time of initiation, please offer initiation to the spiritual master. So it doesn't mean you offer obeisance to somebody else, the same person. So similarly, Krishna is saying that Supreme Personality of God is greater than all is attainable by unalloyed devotion. So, um, 
it's mentioned that ananda chirmaya rasa krishna is present in his own planet and at this same time is all pervading goloka eva nivasati akilatma bhuto is present in one place yet he is perceived and uh, present everywhere else is all pervading parasya shaktir vividhay shruyate swabhavaki jana parale kriyate it's mentioned later the shloka um krishna acts through his energies so he doesn't have to be in every single place to be everywhere he can be in one place and yet be everywhere just like the uh, in in your rooms there is a bulb or a tube which uh, glows and emanates light it's not like there is a tube in every inch of the room but the light is spread everywhere or the sun whether it is equator tropic of cancer tropic of capricorn wherever it is people still feel it's top of their head and everybody thinks it's i am under heat it is the same sun but or like when the clouds can cover sun on a cloudy day or a foggy day may think that the clouds have covered the sun the cloud the sun cannot be covered the earth is nothing compared to the sun in terms of size so the clouds cover our vision essentially so here is mentioned yasya antrastani which means everything is situated within krishna either spiritual or material energy one of the two therefore the lord is all pervading because of these two energies and uh, one can enter uh krishna's spiritual abode only by the path of bhakti devotion service ananya bhakti that also that uh, the two elements that sri chaitanya mahaprabhu took from the sri vaishnav sampradaya one is bhakta jana seva second one is ananya bhakti so uh here's give the word given as bhaktiya so it is through bhakti that one can attain the supreme lord spiritual planet and there are many such spiritual planets millions and millions of them because three fourths of the creation is krishna's spiritual world uh and each one of them has a plenary portion of the supreme lord who is in charge so there are many example if you see the cover of first canto of shrimad bhagavatam many of you might have seen it it shows how there are different uh, incarnations of the lord you will find that one of them has uh, uh, each of the four hands one of them has on the top right hand uh, chakra another has shanka another has padma another has gada like that so there is a permutation combination of four elements in uh, uh, among the four 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 arms and then four different Uh, paraphernalia that the lord carries and similarly those many planets are uh, mentioned there at least 24 are shown i think so it's like uh, but there are millions it's mentioned that there are rasmas there are waves in the ocean there are uh, incarnations of the lord there could be more also <laughs> and so goloka even nevasati akilatma bhuta is present in goloka yet is present everywhere Oh, I didn't realize. I quoted the same shloka. Yeah, right. Parasya shaktir vividaya shruyate. So, Krishna's energies are enough to conduct everything without a flaw. Although the Supreme Lord is uh, far, far away, tad dure tad vanti ke. 
Krishna is very far and yet so far. Uh, so near. Who can explain this? How can the Lord be both far and near? Panda question. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Prabhuji, the, the warmth of sun and the sun is so far away, but still we can feel the warmth of sun. Okay. That's a good point. Who else wants to try? Hare Krishna. Hare yes, Krishna. Uh, as the super soul, he is present within our heart. Yeah. And he is also present simultaneously in Golok Vrindavan, the spiritual also present in Brahman Jyoti. So it's a very important answer. The super soul. What else? For a, Prabhuji, for a person who doesn't have faith in Krishna, uh, he's very far away. And yes, for a devotee, he's always near. Well done. That's the answer. With the Ishwapanishad says. I hope you don't have the book open. <laughs> no, Prabhuji. <laughs> when I gave the shloka, you must have remembered. No? Tadduret Pradantike. So there's Tadandar uh, Bahish, everything is inside and yet outside, is far and yet near. Sarvatra Panipadam is arms and legs are everywhere. Yet he has no arms and legs. So these kind of contradictions exist in the Lord and this inconceivability of the Lord is the most integral element of his godliness. Krishna is God because he is inconceivable. If you take away inconceivability, he is not God. So Jiva Goswami mentions that. And quite similarly, like in the Ishopanishad, it is mentioned, he is far and yet near. For those who don't have faith in him, he is very far even after all your attempts, all our attempts. For those who have faith in the Supreme Lord, he is very, very close. <clears throat> yeah, let's please go ahead. And so now starting with this verse uh, 20, this is 21 or 23, this is 23 or 23 or 24, 23, yeah. Starting this verse, uh, Krishna is explaining the different times of prayana kala, of passing away. The simple thing is we have to remember that all good things must come to an end. So... Maharaj told the Yaksha of Dharmaraj himself that uh, what is the most amazing thing was the question and he replied that every day people pass away but everybody else thinks that it will not happen to me. What is more amazing than that? They go to Yama's abode every day. But still everybody thinks it will not happen to me. So this is a reality that we've got to wake up to. It's nice to say that Marnatu Sapko hai. I don't think but we have thought about it. I was just thinking, day before yesterday, all of a sudden I could hear a sound because a little far, a little away from our temple is there is a cremation ground, there's a crematorium. Somebody was taking a dead body and they were saying, Ram Nam Satya Hai, Satya Bolo Satya Hai. So I was just thinking the whole life, uh, you go about other things and then finally after death, you suddenly remember Ram Nam Satya Hai. So, and then I was just strangely thinking, the moment the dead body went, then I immediately that Shmashana Vairagat came to the mind. I also immediately thought, 
But then again, we go back to our normal business of sense gratification. So, Prabhupada mentions in the purport that if the yogi is perfect, then he can choose the time of his departure. But then, you know, if he's not so expert, then it's lottery. So Krishna wants they can get a good destination, otherwise, no. Go down. So in the next verse, the suitable times in which one can go in which it does not come back. So it's mentioned that this verse 24 talks about the jnanis. What is the destination of the jnanis? Verse uh, 25 talks about the karma yogis. Uh, and I think I guess 26 and 27 talks about the bhaktas, what happens to them. We'll discuss that more in detail tomorrow. And 24 to 28, we'll discuss tomorrow and as well as a uh, little bit more review. So that on that basis, uh, uh, because probably you can start preparing your presentation also. If you want to save time and avoid attending tomorrow's class, you can do that. So you can prepare for your presentation day after. But you're welcome to attend the class. Um, so I'm just giving you a day off in case you want to prepare for your presentation day after. You can use that one hour to prepare. <laughs> okay, so I think I'll wind up now. We can take one question, maybe one or two questions. If those of you who want to go, can please go. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, it says that when the sun is moving towards north, it is uh, most auspicious to leave the body. Yeah, as Uttarayana. So, so those are the summer months, the summer, uh, the season, like when it is going towards now. Like, like Uttarayana is just starting. Uh, January 14, this Makara Sankranti, Uttarayana starts. So that's called the, that's the time when the sun passes towards the northern hemisphere. So that is January to June, those six months. They, they talk about that summer solstice, winter solstice, all those things, the material geologists and geographists, they calculate. So this also applies to the devotees or it's only for yogis? This is primarily for, uh, for yogi, doesn't, for a devotee, it doesn't matter. That's what uh -huh. we discussed in the later verses. Initially, they talk about uh, Prayanakala, uh, but uh, like we discussed in previous classes also, uh, a devotee's consciousness is most critical. It doesn't matter how he lives, when he lives. Those are secondary. So it's his consciousness at the time of death that matters. Just to remember the Lord. Yeah, even uh, during Amavasya, leaving yeah. body uh, in Amavasya is also auspicious. Well, what it says is that uh, during, during the Waxing moon, which is Purnima, going up to Purnima. Yeah. 
Waning moon is amavasya. Is amavasya, yes. So up to the waxing moon is yes, it's considered up. Just go down. Okay. Take it, Babu. Thank you. Yeah, it says, uh, yeah. Just go down next one. 22. Yeah. It says, during the fortnight of the waxing moon, that is uh, Purnima. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Were you asking a question or you want to leave the call and say in the No, Prabhuji, I had a question. Yes. Prabhuji, in one of the previous classes, you were telling, uh, explaining that we have to design our day in such a way that we remember Lord all the time. Yeah. But Prabhuji, I found out that smartphone hampers this. You're right. Prabhuji, then how should a devotee use smartphone efficiently? I agree. It's a very big challenge uh, because it's one of those Shurasya Dhara Nishita Dhuratya. It is walking on racer's edge. Um, problem is uh, one of my mentors told me that using technology should always be under guidance of expert devotees. It's almost like Yukta Vairagya. The more intensely you are involved in technology, the farther you are from Srila Prabhupada's books. This was the conclusion that he had said. So, uh, you could have things like, for example, WhatsApp could you get put on your laptop. Don't put it on your mobile. It's a practical solution. Put WhatsApp on your uh, laptop or computer. And... Uh, don't be a part of any group except devotee groups. It's not important to have a Facebook account unless you are a celebrity or for your education, I think um, WhatsApp is fine. Maybe um, you can post on groups sometimes information with students. That's in vogue in many places. Hangouts sometimes they use. Not so much, but uh, WhatsApp or Telegram is being used these days. So one of these packages, if you're studying and it's required by your school or college, then that's fine. Otherwise, you can keep WhatsApp on your uh, laptop. I'm telling you broadly rules like we follow in Brahmacharya Ashram. Uh, it's very clear that uh, WhatsApp is a big drain on time and uh, emotion as well. One of my mentors... Uh, told me, his is Dayaram Prabhu, Temple President of ISKCON Kolkata. I report to him for my ISKCON Legal Services. So he told me that half an hour before you sleep, you should turn off all electronic devices. What you can do is like, um, you could fix select blocks of time where you use your mobile. And maybe keep it on uh, uh, flight mode in the rest of the time. To start with. So that is an option. Plus, of course, keeping the WhatsApp on the computer. That's another. The other thing is you could uh, track yourself. You're sending me your report, right? So I'm not saying you send it to me. 
you could track it yourself or you could send it to somebody that you could track every week your mobile itself shows a there is there there is there are so, apps which show how much time you have spent on social media so you can track that and then see every week week on week if there is an improvement and then take a target that that's all you do once i mean a call from the spiritual master so these are some of the things uh, and above all uh, i think you can take one rule also unless you are you have some your timing issues you fix a time by which you start like i i generally uh, use my mobile only after like 7:45 or so generally as a rule so you can put on flight mode switch off or whatever so keep timings take blocks or pockets of time at that time you use your smartphone and you might also want to keep a child lock or something with admin rights to somebody else so you don't go to wrong sites in case you know um, i'm not saying you will but i'm saying it's just to protect yourself another intelligent thing is to use a mobile only when you are sitting with others not alone these are some practical things rest we can discuss separately is that fine aryara yes prabhu ji thank you prabhu ji i think some of these might be useful i think okay i have leave now my spiritual master is calling me um, sorry was someone asking something okay so fine we'll meet tomorrow krishnam link uh, we'll try to review the remaining chapter and then day after vikas prabhu can make the review presentation uh, i don't know day after you'll all come tomorrow is what thurs- 31st thursday huh? first of uh, january whether you want class or not you let me know otherwise uh, vikas prabhu you can make the presentation on friday uh, sorry on saturday the second okay prabhu ji people if all of you can take a day off on the 1st of january you want to spend time with your families rasikesh you are asking where do jeevas go during brahma's night i read in one place that they many of them enter brahma's body itself and at the time of uh, atyantika pralaya they get into lord vishnu's body reshma mathai what's your answer what do jeevas go where do jeevas go in brahma's night i think they enter brahma's body that's what i read that's what i've read so uh, someone can post any support of this uh, shastrik reference please satna mathai look for some panda this is your project today where do jeevas go during brahma's night post the exact reference you can take the help from somebody and post it yeah i don't know you audio is muted i'm just assuming you are okay with that yes prabhu ji i'll do okay uh, vivek prabhu sorry i have a, i have an assignment for you from now onwards whenever in classes i 
I mentioned some project, you should make a note of it okay, as bro. to who is to present that. And the next day you can remind me who was to present what. Because I've told okay. this to several devotees and some of the other, I forget whom I asked for. <laughs> Prabhuji, I am doing that service, Prabhuji. I know, but I didn't uh, know today. Uh, I didn't know today, Prabhu. I just told you two things. Uh, Sapna Mataji is supposed yeah. to present about uh, Vairu Jeevas. And uh, three, I think. And uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Ramani Vishaka Mataji will present about Sudama Vipra's two prayers. Yes. And then Vikas Prabhu, of course, will present the chapter. There's one more assignment I gave today, right? What is that? I suppose that's that. Hare Hara, you are enough. Hare, uh, sorry, that's it, no? Yes, sir. Yeah. So what what has to be done is, uh, Vivek Prabhu, I think the, your assignment will be more critical because what you do is you look for the uh, number from within the WhatsApp group. Okay, Prabhu. And, uh, or you can take somebody's help in understanding whose number it is. Right. Just post on the group and just send them a reminder. Okay. So I don't... Reminder before the class, Prabhuji? Yeah, you send a reminder before the class in the morning or something. So they have the whole day in case they forget. And by evening, you remind me what has happened. Arihara, you have enough services and uh, to do what... I want Vivek Prabhu to start rendering some of these services because he is part of a group now. That's fine, right? Yes, Prabhuji. I'll give you enough and more stuff. You, you'll choke, so it's fine. <laughs> and you got to study as well. Okay, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Grantraj Bhagavad Gita as it is Ki Jai. Thank you.